A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. It's Friday the 12th of February. Welcome back to A Word for Today. We're in a very grim passage at the moment, but it's a warning. And warnings are always serious, and they are to be taken seriously. And, of course, the presentation of warning um, is an act of love to Christian believers. And Peter, in his last will and testament, loves the church. And he is delivering these terrifying warnings about false teachers. We're going to read 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 15 to 16. But first of all, I just want to recap by reminding you that we have seen he is describing the nature of false teachers. They are those who, in the words of verse 10, indulge in the lust of defiling passion and despise authority. So that's describing their wrongdoing that seeks to legitimize. A great trademark is sexual impurity, and don't we see that today? where they are not necessarily engaging in sexual impurity themselves, but they are seeking to justify it and even to sanctify it, to legitimize it for other people. And to do that, they have to do the second thing, which is to despise the authority of God, to reinterpret the Bible in ways that is not merely ridiculous, but blasphemous and patently contrary to the meaning of what God has given us. And we saw uh, the nature of their wrongdoing and uh, their wrong attitude. The wrong attitude first, how they bold and willfully, fearlessly blaspheme the truth of God, standing proudly above God with their homemade, man-made doctrines. And secondly, then uh, legitimizing uh, all kinds of wrongdoing that will corrupt and pollute Christian fellowship. And now we come to verses 15 and 16, which present a very significant character. It follows the great denunciation that ended verse 14, which stands there as a kind of great punctuation mark in what Peter has said. So, in verse 15, we have this. Forsaking the right way, they have gone astray. They have followed the way of Balaam, the son of Beor, who loved gain from wrongdoing, but was rebuked for his own transgression. A speechless donkey spoke with human voice and restrained the prophet's madness. So he's uh, saying here that these people, these accursed children who are working for the other side, who, for whom Satan is their father, children of the devil, a phrase that Jesus used, um, they have forsaken the right way, Because they have turned from God's way, they have gone astray. That's what defines going astray. It's just turning away from the way of God, turning aside from the word of God. But now we see the one they are following, and it is this character, Balaam. Balaam is clearly presented there as the one they follow and is therefore the archetypal false teacher, human false teacher. And I think it's not wrong to say that he is the greatest human false teacher our world has ever seen. There's a a lot written about Balaam. His story comes in the book of Numbers. It's Numbers uh, chapters 22 through to 24. And the story of Balaam um, tells us how when the Israelites 
were uh, vast and threatening other nations. This is before the era of the judges uh, of Joshua when they actually invaded the promised land. But just before that, the king of Moab and all the Midianites as well banded together and hired Balaam to curse the people of God. Balaam was like their strategic nuclear weapon. And he is presented as somebody who is vastly influential and most mysteriously is indeed in direct uh, communication with God. And Seem did have the power to bring down the curse of God upon people. We can't understand quite how that happened or what it means or how we should understand it, but we're just told that is the case. And so as well as being influential and wealthy, he was for hire. And uh, that's why it says in verse 15, he loved gain from wrongdoing. He did it for the money. And uh, there are many other references uh, in Balaam, including right up to and including the book of Revelation. Uh, he led the Israelites down a road of moral and theological compromise that led to terrible things happening, including 24,000 Israelites dying in a plague. So Balaam there is Balaam, the son of Beor, is there as the archetypal false teacher. And uh, what we are presented with is the incident when he was first on the way to curse the Israelites when a speechless donkey spoke, to use the words of verse 16. Now, if it's a speechless donkey, how could it speak? And the answer is through a miracle of God. Animals don't speak. Some animals can imitate the human voice, but they cannot speak with the rationality of human beings. That is not possible. There's no animal that does that. And yet this donkey did. It rebuked Balaam and stopped him from trying to pass an angel with a drawn sword that Balaam couldn't see. And uh, it, we're told there it restrained the prophet's madness. And that presents us with a very interesting observation, which is that you would imagine when you have the greatest false teacher this planet has ever seen, one of uh, vast sophistication and power and influence with the highest contacts, actually with the ear of God, apparently, what is it that will counter him? And you would imagine that you would need the best, clearest, most educated and powerful teacher to do that. God would raise up somebody of massive ability and significance to oppose Balaam and to put him straight. But it actually all goes in the opposite direction. God uses the most humble creature on earth, a donkey. So it seems that the higher the power of the false teacher, the lower God goes to address. There is a vital principle at work there, which we'll come back to tomorrow, and which will hold great message of encouragement for us. Loving Heavenly Father, please, um, would you continue to help us think about this in ways that honor you and cut with the grain of what your servant Peter wrote? Please, would we be strengthened and encouraged through what we're studying. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.